0: Welcome to the sports, sports Sports Podcast.
1: I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomerville.
0: And joining us as always, Phil Ranta, the sports
1: outsider. Boston just won. Yes, they did.
0: Yeah, we're watching hockey here. And the Boston Bruins yes. just
1: took a 3-1 to games lead over the Detroit Red Wings. Detroit
0: Red you're uh, wearing your Red Wings shirt, Jordan. I am wearing a Red Wings shirt today. Yep. So
1: even though you tried your damnedest, you did in fact catch part of a game this week yeah. i
0: did i watched the very end it was overtime and boston that, went Pachow! and scored no. a goal well boston that network shade off three different people yeah that's why i went Pachow! the, ding, the ding, initial ding. detroit defender got a piece of it with his stick the second boston player got a piece of it with his stick and then went in and off the leg of another detroit defender and in then overtime. i'm gonna give her a piece of my stick <laughs>
1: lebron james update watch update
0: lebron james update what update brought to you by all the things lebron james sponsors Nike, uh, do we need to fill people in on those? Or no, no, I think people are I aware. He's in a lot yeah, of uh,
1: commercials and advertisements.
0: I think that's its own brand. Wendy's, they got a new commercial. The and- Update
1: Watch Update has gone through, you know, a metamorphosis. We have Tim mm-hmm. Tebow Update Watch Update, yeah. Johnny Manziel Update Watch Update, mm-hmm. and LeBron James Update Watch Update. is only the second time we've done this, mm-hmm. but they are the three most important athletes on the planet as oh, yeah. dictated by ESPN. Agreed, Absolutely. LeBron James is Googles. No, I, I
0: do think we do Sorry. have to point out there is maybe a slight talent difference between some of the members that we just named
1: and the other ones. I agree to disagree. Okay. LeBron James is Google's most searched athlete because this is Google. It literally means he's the most searched athlete. Previously, we had done uh, most searched athletes on Bing. Right. <laughs> so that did not count. No, because yeah. they didn't have ten. There was there was. I think that was the, I think that list. was
0: Annika Sorenstam
1: with uh with like four searches. Yeah. Uh, LeBron was the most searched athlete on an average monthly basis overall and led 23 states. Still, uh, not enough electoral votes. (laughs) Uh, That's
0: too bad. He's not going to be our president.
1: He won won New York even despite uh, football. Oh, he won. Sorry. Football was the most searched sport in every state. Okay. wow. And he still carried like 20 every state. state? No, except New York. where the most searched sports uh, is uh, being a smug piece of shit asshole. It's the most searched sport there.
0: That's a weird sport. We never covered.
1: (laughs) Hey, well, bring it back. Yeah. LeBron is number one in Florida. Number one in Ohio. But California belongs to Kobe.
0: I believe it. Here's Uh, the thing. Are they I mean, how specific are they being? Because I feel like the number one search in Ohio is probably something like LeBron James sucks dick. Or like LeBron James die in a hole? Are, are they just? Are they I think those all okay, count. Okay, yeah, it's all under the same umbrella. An
1: additional fun fact: uh, you have to type Kobe Bryant R A to get Google to say Kobe Bryant rape case. Just <laughs> typing Kobe Bryant R doesn't give you that rebounds. That's
0: unfortunate. It, it doesn't
1: give you anything you want. Kobe Bryant return. Kobe Bryant return date. Kobe Bryant retiring. Kobe Bryant records. Nobody types Kobe Bryant R is looking for any of those things. No. The that's prize. because
0: he r somebody.
1: <laughs> Peyton Manning was the most searched athlete in Colorado, Wyoming, New Mexico, and Montana. Additionally, he was the most. New Mexico? Yes. He was the most how searched.
0: How did he get to New Mexico? I guess they, they're probably like Mountain Broncos States. Fans, you know? Yeah.
1: Additionally, he was the most searched athlete in Indiana and Tennessee. Some people don't know how to let go, man. No, Indiana yeah. and Tennessee. They
0: should watch that Frozen movie and listen to that song. Let it go. I really don't like that song. Let by it way. go. Kansas
1: Jayhawks forward, Andrew Wiggins, was the most searched athlete in Kansas. Really? And Kentucky, which uh, who people were, was, was by people presumably looking for an address to send racist hate mail. <laughs> yeah. uh, Johnny Manziel is the 10th most uh, searched athlete overall and number one in Texas. Number two, Timothy Riggins. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: Wisconsin, uh, Aaron Rodgers, not yeah. Brett Favre. Are you paying attention, Indiana? Uh, Gino Smith in West Virginia joined me in the 2010s, West Virginia, Uh, Nevada was Floyd Mayweather. Oh, Really?
0: Gino Smith is still the most searched athlete in West Virginia in this past year. Yes. Uh, he doesn't even stand out to me. There was like, you know, Steve Slate. There's a lot of good West Virginia players too. Yeah. He's playing. That's the most surprising (laughs) one you've named so far. Gino Smith. It might get more surprising. I'm surprised someone
1: named Wiggins is an athlete. I mean, Wiggins a was really—I I
0: didn't think a college basketball player, I and mean, I guess in Kansas, Kansas, no pro sports be, team.
1: But... Uh, Maine, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, and Rhode Island—all Tom Brady. Nevada, uh, Floyd Mayweather. Most of those are Floyd Mayweather trying to get directions and having a very <laughs> poor understanding of how Google works. That's fair. Uh, how ver- does Floyd Mayweather? If he <laughs> yeah. refer to himself in the third person, yeah. it would probably work so much better for how him. How does Floyd Mayweather get to the nearest Taco Bell? Yeah,
0: I think it's- <laughs> this is just an ad that I did for Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vermont. Uh, Tiger Woods. What? Reinforcing Vermont's (laughs) status as whitest state in America. Oh, by a long shot. Yeah. Uh, North Dakota, South Dakota, Iowa, Minnesota, Adrian Peterson.
0: Okay, that makes sense.
1: Illinois, Derrick Rose.
0: Yeah, okay. Okay. Especially because people are going to want to know
1: about what he's injured the most recently. And the Aloha State, Hawaii, Manti Teo. Really? No, it's got to be
0: Dwayne The Rock Johnson.
1: See, that would have made me very happy. That, I would think Wait, that
0: would have been the... Move. Who was Michigan?
1: Michigan was uh, LeBron James. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, He that's carried 23 sad. states, Joel. He transcended uh, red and blue states. We're better than that, guys. <laughs>
0: LeBron James? Most searched athlete. Oh, that's just painful. LeBron James update, watch, update. LeBron James update, watch, update. Brought to you by... All the stuff LeBron James sponsors. Dot com.
1: All right, what do we got on the show today?
0: Uh, Let's see. We've got uh, we've got um, one of the horses from the Kentucky. We're Derby. doing this again. Yep, we're yeah. interviewing a horse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was really popular last time. Okay, yeah, last and, year we had Orb, who was the winner yeah. of the Kentucky Derby. Right, that not was by, running this year. By the way, the first interview of a a horse, you know, that any major like you know sports publication or 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 anything has done. Yeah. Surprised that it hasn't
1: gotten us more attention.
0: Yeah. I mean, given <laughs> given how much attention is given to horse racing as a whole, and it's it's really kind of discriminatory that they, they interview the jockeys, they interview the owners, they never interview the horses. That's what we're for. Typical, That's typical,
1: why... typical, you know, media controlled by major media discriminatory you know, behavior. It's like interviewing the rich owners, not the working man, the horses, yeah, or the, the literal work horses. Yeah. yeah. Well, or the working man at the doesn't...
0: Kentucky Derby, nobody <laughs> interviews them. Yeah, they should. Yeah. But uh there's a horse uh, who's gonna be going for it all this uh, this year and we're gonna interview him. Great Is that, sell. When, is that coming
1: yep. up this weekend? Yeah, it'll be this weekend. okay Saturday. so, so while you're NBC. listening to this,
0: right now <laughs> unless you're listening to it late in which case it's over oh, yeah. maybe this guy won maybe May-
1: or girl okay. i don't know i think yeah. i think it's a, a male horse i would think so all right uh, obviously we'll know as soon as they walk in i'm sure right oh we'll be able to tell
0: <laughs> obviously we're gonna have news 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 yeah because we have that segment in every show so right. there's really no question as to whether or not we're gonna have news news news
1: i'd say that's correct
0: phil are we gonna have a weird sportsman you're goddamn right we will okay you don't have to snap at me i'm just I asking snap, i just said you're goddamn right we will we, we, I mean, we have not had that many weird sportsmen yeah it's, we have it's still a relevant question we do no we do every show
1: now yeah, people but, are saying weird sports is back men peter travers rolling stone
0: weird sportsman is back we are oh, oh, sorry sports weird sportsman is back sorry peter travers doesn't really do his research peter travers so. is 30 episodes behind yeah <laughs> rolling stone pan led zeppelin what do they know
1: all right let's do news 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 News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Albert Pujols hits 500th home run. Yay! Ooh, you can
0: put that in your pocket. Fantasy
1: hole. owners of Albert Pujols say, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Rest of baseball really wants that to mean something again. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> yeah. Albert Pujols became the 26th major leaguer with 500 home runs when he hit numbers 499 and 500 in the same game this week against the Washington Nationals. Pujols uh, becomes the, uh, depending on who you talk to, becomes the third youngest player to reach a 500 or the oldest. (laughs) Um, Unofficially, he's the 42-year-old Pujols is the oldest member to reach the milestone. Previously, it had been Ted Williams. 41 and uh, 291 days. Yeah, Teddy. Last (laughs) player to reach the, the milestone was Gary Sheffield. Okay. And uh five hundred who did it while punching someone in the face. Wow, that's got Sheffield style. Very angry dude. Um
0: I think it's it's gotta be noted it's significant that Albert Pujols is a player who's gotten to five hundred home runs uh and has not yet been tainted by by any steroid allegations. Yeah. Uh, Certainly y- probably coming in the next yeah. five or six years. But
1: that's the thing is uh why it doesn't like there was no fan for you just, there used to be a lot of build up when there was five hundred home runs. When it
0: happened, I was sort of like, I didn't even realize he was that close.
1: I did only because I was watching a tire game where he hit his like 497th or something like that. I'm like, oh, shoot, how about that? But yeah, it was one of those things where I remember watching Eddie Murray hit his 500th uh, playing for the Orioles. Yeah. uh, Things like that. I remember it being a bigger deal. And part of it's because. 500 home
0: runs and 3,000 hits.
1: Yeah. Well, 500 home runs has happened 11 times in the past 15 years. Wow. And of those 11, I want to say only, you know, like Griffey, Pujols, Frank Thomas. Very few others have not been tainted in Free any way. Freak has
0: happened in the last 15 years?
1: Yeah. He, he was Thomas injured a playing? lot. He was injured a lot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, during that period. Uh, the Angels fan who caught Pujols' 500th home run ball gave it back to the slugger after the game. Why? The slugger already has enough.
0: He makes a ton of money playing baseball. He right. plays a game for money.
1: <laughs> in return, he was given a baseball cap, a chance to meet Pujols in the clubhouse, and an autographed ball.
0: That's Not some bullshit right <laughs> Not there. Enough. He
1: kind of went from retail value half a million dollars to <laughs> retail value 125 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Get I- him a car, Albert. Don't yeah. be a prick. Like I feel like he deserves like jersey, bat, uh box seats to a few games. More than he's getting. More than he's getting, absolutely. And Pujols
0: doesn't. He's not even going to enjoy that ball. He's going to throw it inside his toy chest and forget about it. Of course, that's
1: at half million. As soon as he gets done playing with might it. might be overstating right, exactly.
0: the value given just how many 500 home <laughs> run balls there are floating around these days. This
1: is true. Uh, the Cardinals selected Pujols in the 13th round of the 1990 draft with the 402nd overall selection. Mm. That is value. Yeah. Speaking of performance-enhancing drugs... Cubs celebration snubs Sammy Sosa. (laughs) Cubs and snubs, Cubs and snubs, Sammy Sosa gets the Cubs and snubs. Question,
0: is there anybody left in America who likes Sammy Sosa?
1: Probably not. I Uh, don't
0: think so. I have no opinion of him. That's something.
1: Theo Epstein's senior year independent study, the Chicago Cubs, recently celebrated the 100th birthday of Wrigley Field. To mark the occasion, the club, the Cubs blew a three-run lead in the ninth inning to lose the game 7-5.
0: Tradition. Fantasy owners of Jeff Samarja
1: go, boo, boo. <clears throat> However, before the game, they had an on-field ceremony with many players from the Clu- the Cubs. I want to keep saying the Clubs. Right. I guess the Clubs. Because we make love in this club. Well, also, it's a major league baseball club. The right. Clubs, illustrious history. Ernie Banks, Mr. Cub, coined the phrase, it's a beautiful day for the ball game. Let's play two. Fergie Jenkins, he's a Cubs pitcher with over 3,000 strikeouts.
0: And a member of the Black Eyed Peas. (laughs) Notably. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Billy Jenkins. It's pretty
0: amazing that she struck out 3,000 batters as a woman. I feel like this is completely overlooked and then had a successful music career afterwards. And also voted most Fergalicious player.
1: (laughs) Right. All along battling a serious meth addiction. (laughs) Uh, You had Billy Williams, the Cubs outfielder who had over 400 home runs and a Hall of Famer. And uh, Andre Dawson, the slugger who recently passed Jim Tomei for the largest uppercut swing in history. (laughs) Uh, Notably absent, Sammy Sosa. Uh, Though he was derisively nicknamed Sammy Soso for part of his time with the Cubs, he's their lifetime home run leader. Uh, Of course, PDs and whatnot. I mean, but still, you cannot stop the Giants from celebrating Barry Bonds. But the Cubs basically acted like Sammy Sosa never existed.
0: Yeah. I act like Sammy Sosa never existed every day of my life. Well, listen to this.
1: This will add insult to injury. At least Joe will understand. Okay. Ryan Dempster was there. (laughs) Ryan Dempster was celebrated on the field wearing his Boston Red Sox World Series ring.
0: Oh. Now, that's really just got to piss you off if you're Sammy Sosa. I could, like, if if not getting invited, that's one thing. But Dempster, who was like a bad closer for the Chicago Cubs,
1: he was there, yeah. Oh. Wow. Oh. I don't know that Michael Pineda ejected for having pine tar all over.
0: Fantasy owners of Michael
1: Pineda go, oh. Yankees pitcher Michael Pineda Pineda has had a great start to the season. However, April 10th, a couple weeks ago, in a start against the Boston Red Sox, Red Sox manager John Farrell noticed that Pineda had pine tar on his hand wrist area. Yeah. However, in between innings, the substance went away, and there was no need to uh, bring to the attention of the crew. Um, however it became a story in the media and they went back and looked at his first start of the season. And basically pine tar is often used to get a grip on the ball when it's cold. Okay. Yeah. Unlike other substances, it generally doesn't affect the, the path of the ball. Yeah. Uh, that said, when they looked at the tape, he was using it at his first start in Toronto who plays in a dome where it is a balmy 72 <laughs> degrees. Ew. So the pine tar as a grip in the cold argument. And it rings a little hollow there in that, yeah. in that specific instance. Um, when questioned about uh, what was visible on his hand in his first two starts, Pineda said, claimed it was dirt, you know, like sticky dirt. Right. sticky out of dirt Kenny from the, Rogers' playbook. Yeah, dirt. <laughs> right, yeah. This. Is, um, however, in his most recent game this past week, uh, uh, the Red Sox-Yankees are playing again. And, of course, yeah. a lot of hype on Red Sox-Yankees. Mm-hmm. Before the game, manager John Farrell was asked about it, and he said, I would expect if it's used, it's more discreet than last time. This is <laughs> – He's so basically
0: the, saying, don't make me call you out on this.
1: Right. So the first inning, Pineda goes out there. He's pretty wild, yeah. actually. So in between the first and second inning, facing the Red Sox again, a good team, in very, very cold Boston night. He knows he can't put it on his hand, right? Everyone's right. expecting that. So, you know, as everyone in the sports media. So he used a much less obvious body part. Up his butt. The side of his fucking neck. Oh, that's yeah. very obvious. Yeah. Yeah. In the second inning, manager John Farrell saw this and basically had no other recourse than to go to home plate umpire crew chief Gary Davis. What followed was incredible, uh, incredibly similar to a teacher catching a student with contraband not allowed in class. Bubble gum, uh, spitball shooter. Uh, take ass- it away.
0: Assault rifle. The class. Yeah,
1: yeah. Basically, he went over there, and he, and he goes to him, and he's like, show me your hands. Okay. Nothing. Show me your glove. Nothing. Turn around. Tilt back. Oh, my God. Yeah. The side of his neck in the shape of a hand and about the size of a hand A large, uh, pine-tar-looking birthmark on his neck. Um,
0: It's really unfortunate for him that he has that birthmark. (laughs) I feel like this is not the first time in his baseball career. Joel, it wasn't really
1: a birthmark. (laughs) The umpire touches it, then touches his hands, and then tosses him out of the game like nothing. It was basically, you know the scene in Naked Gun when Leslie Nielsen goes out to the pitcher's mound? Yeah. And the guy has like a a sand belter out there and all this stuff. It was basically that. It was so comically obvious
0: You know what his punishment should be? What's that? You should hit uh, Pineda with a baseball bat so candy comes out. Joining us now for the second ever interview of a horse... And again, we're looking at you big media to get online Right. and start interviewing the horses who are bringing us this entertainment. The athletes who are participating the in the athletes. event. athletes, yeah. Uh, joining us now is Danza.
1: Danza, yes. <laughs> okay. Danza, it is great it's a to have you. Pleasure to be here. Great to have you on the yeah. show. Yeah. You are one of the favorites. You are the second uh favorite right now. I am, I'm in second place. Well, not really. You're paying out 8 to 1 though. Yep. Uh tied I'm with a good Wicked bet. Strong. Uh California Chrome number 1 at 7 to 4.
0: California
1: Chrome, no uh, problem.
0: That's a, that's a that's a big favorite there. Uh so how do you feel? I mean, California Chrome is 7 to 4, obviously a huge favorite. Uh, oh, I'm I've been training and I'm ready for the race. I'm ready to go in and and be the boss. They'll say who's the boss and I'll say Danzer. Okay. Uh yeah. I would not think that you'd be so into those jokes, but
1: uh what do you mean so into what jokes? Well, you know what? Let's let's backtrack. Okay, it's race week. Yeah, obviously. What type of preparations are you doing differently than any other week as you build up to the Kentucky? Well, Derby? I
0: spent a lot of time with my family this week. Okay, Angela, Mona, <laughs> Samantha. Okay, all right. And the uh, and uh, we we got the hijinks. What what kind of hijinks? I mean, it's race week. I, I think you'd want to be focused. No, like, it's uh, you know, racing's just really a side hobby of mine. Okay. Yep. I'm actually a housekeeper to my family. I used to play, I used to play baseball, and then I got an injury, and I needed to find a safe place for my daughter Samantha. You were so you were you were a horse that played baseball. This is fascinating. Yep, played baseball, and now me uh going into a household that where must have been I a have really to be a housekeeper even though I'm a butcher man that must have been a real man big transition horse. for you yeah so the who 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 was the sort of head of the household well i i was the boss <laughs> oh okay are you sure cuz you we working sound, you're working for them as though. a housekeeper you yeah, were I you was, must have been hired by someone who are you hired by well i was, well that's i was uh <laughs> i was hired by Samantha okay yep. all right so it sounds like Samantha might have been been the boss yep. Uh, well, that's the thing, is you don't know who's the boss. Well, it, it actually sounds rather distinct here that that Samantha I- is the boss. She's the one who hired you. No, but that's the thing. Our dynamic makes it difficult to be able to tell who's the boss. Oh, I see. So less <laughs> in a literal sense, but more of a sort of rhetorical. More in the rhetorical yeah. sense,
1: yes. Okay, but, but Danza, it's yes. race week. Yeah. I understand maybe hijinks and that sort of thing because you want to... You know, keep everything consistent. But, you know, what are you eating? What are you, how are you training? What is, tell me what this week looks like specifically. What
0: have you been doing this week? All right. Usually I wake up early in the morning and the kids are getting into some sort of trouble. Okay. So I have to go in and say, kids, you're driving me crazy. Okay. All right. And generally, like one of them will have found a a cigarette. Yep. They'll have found a cigarette or something and tried it. And then I have to step in. And teach him a valuable lesson. Oh, okay. So it's, uh, it sounds like... I know. have to go, Angela! <laughs> yeah?
1: <laughs> what do you say to Angela? I yeah. say, Angela,
0: there's cigarettes in the
1: house. That's a, Does Angela that's smoke? That's do you smoke? Does someone? Of on- course not.
0: All right. well, I'm a championship racing horse. Right, you
1: shouldn't be smoking. You need your yeah. lung capacity. Yeah. He, he
0: wouldn't be going off at 8-1 to one if he was smoking. I that's- wouldn't be much of a boss then. If, if I was smoking. So you're in charge. It sounds like you're in charge of the household. Uh, Some would argue that I'm the boss. But what? again, we're, we're we're not entirely clear on who, who would qualify for that role. Well, I think that it's a battle between me and Angela. I thought you said it was Samantha before. Ohio no, Joe.
1: Samantha's my daughter. All right. I feel like you may. You know what? The pressure of race week is probably gotten The pressure of race week, of it, race week is out.
0: getting on me. Yes.
1: So, But it's very important for any championship level athlete to eat. Very, very, very important. Very diet, you know, in terms of getting your carbs and your protein. So tell me about dinner. Because I assume if you're in charge of the household, what are you doing for dinner? What's what's dinner like? Well, you know, I'm an Italian
0: horse. So it's mostly uh, I'll make a spaghetti with gravy, you know. Or maybe I'll make the kids a sausage and they'll be like, what is this? And I'm like, shut up. I'm the boss. Spaghetti with gravy? That's what Italians call red sauce. Oh, marinara. Yeah, I guess... If that's what you call it. I'm a horse.
1: What do I know? So you're yeah. eating pasta. So you're carbo-loading, essentially. Yep. That and then makes sometimes a lot of sense the, the kids race. will
0: spill the pasta all over the room, and I'll go, Oh, kids. Then the credits will roll. Credits? What? What? what well, I'm sorry. What, what do you? Credits. You know, yeah. credits. When there's a funny line about 22 minutes in to dinner, the credits will roll. Is your is your entire life broken up into different twenty two minute segments? They named me Danza. I'm what do you want from me? They named me Danza. It's my entire identity. Really not sure I follow here. Uh, there's a popular actor okay. named Tony Danza, who was on the show Who's the Boss, and now I have to live my not, entire life. Not familiar. Is this some the sort boss?
1: of Groundhog's Day uh, paradigm here? Every just... day's the same. It's always the same. You wake up. The kids have found a cigarette, yep, or kids, or something else. Gotten into some, got in some, gotten trouble in school. Oh, the or, worst. Yeah, and then you gotta scold them. Yep. Teach them a valuable lesson. Teach them a valuable lesson. All along, making jokes.
0: Okay. So well, all still... along,
1: there's someone that's that's above you, telling you what to do. Yeah. Like they, a boss. Nope. They're a, yeah,
0: technically a boss, but really, who's the boss in this situation? Yeah. But on Saturday. It's not going to be the same. You're going to run the Kentucky Derby. You know what? This Saturday, that's when I'm going to be the boss. Uh, Okay, because you're going to win.
1: Unless the kid's get into trouble that morning and I don't get my sleep. So run us through. A lot of athletes visualize. Run us through what might be the perfect uh, day Saturday.
0: Okay, I wake up in the morning, all right? Samantha is downstairs eating cereal. We make a couple of jokes to each other. And then she goes... Daddy, I know you're going to win the race, and then gives me a hug. That's very sweet. That's very supportive. That's a good
1: visualization. Alyssa Milano, that's my daughter. Samantha.
0: She's a hottie. Well, she's a child in this reality. So so I go to the race, and lo and behold, at the same time I'm supposed to go to the race, Angela gives me a call. It says you're supposed to be at a really important dinner. What kind of important dinner? Well, she's having her boss over.
1: Our oh, boss, my God. And
0: now it's who's the boss three way. And uh, they say they need the housekeeper to be there to take care of the boss. So now I'm like, I karai, What am I supposed to do? She can't give you the night off when you're going to run the Kentucky Derby. That, no, that wouldn't wildly. I be... mean, well, that's the thing is that I've been irresponsible for the last couple of weeks. So I feel like I have a lot to prove. So I say, you know what? I can do both. Oh no! So I start running the Danza. race, and then I quick jump in my car, run back, and I serve their first course. Then I go back and keep running the race, and then I go and serve the second. Finally, it all comes to a head. Then doesn't, both doesn't... both parties realize what I'm doing, and then they go, "Danza, who's the boss?" It seems like if you leave in the middle of the race, you're definitely going to lose.
1: Yeah, that's probably
0: true. I wouldn't Uh, bet on me. I was
1: going to say, that does not feel like a positive visualization. It seems like a nightmare almost. Yeah. Every day of my life, Jordan. Every day's a nightmare. They
0: named me Danza. Well, I can't can't say I completely understand your predicament, uh, because I'm not familiar with uh, the show that you're talking about. I live between two worlds. Yeah. I break the fourth wall in both.
1: I'm sorry to hear that. That sounds yeah. very painful. Nah,
0: I'm a horse. what are you gonna well, do? Well, again, best of luck to you on Saturday at the Kentucky Derby. Thank you. We're pulling uh, for you. We're pulling for you. And again, you know, one of one of one of the favorites. I really hope you can take down California Chrome. Oh, no, Jonathan
1: just spilled all over the front of his shirt. Well, he's got, but he's got a school picture today. Danza, you're telling me his cowlick <laughs> is sticking up. Oh, better geez. fix well, that.
0: Yeah, sounds like you got a lot going oh, on over there. Yeah. Uh, thanks Thanks for coming in. Thanks for, for your historic second interview by a horse ever. Hey, who's the boss? It it sounds as though it's Angela,
1: very yeah, clearly. Yeah, probably Angela. Yeah. Thanks
0: for having me. All right. Okay. Thank you, Danza. For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. weird sportsman what do we got this week this week's weird sportsman tanya harding oh we know tanya harding you've heard of this one of course we've heard of tanya harding we haven't done her before no okay she seems like she'd be one of the first people we No, because she's weird and we haven't done her before so we have to it's kind of like something we have to do yeah all right, Tanya Maxine Harding did not know her middle name was Maxine. Pretty trashy, yeah. Tanya Maxine Harding, born November twelfth, nineteen seventy, is an American figure skating champion, a two-time Olympian, and two-time Skate America champion. The end.
1: And that brings. <laughs> an en- I feel like there's more than that, Bill. Oh, you think She's so? Like a yeah. I too. guess I'll
0: continue. Although that's pretty weird. <laughs> I wear knives on my feet and dance. (laughs) That is (laughs) pretty weird. Well, when you put it that way. Yeah, it's pretty strange. In 1991, she won the U.S. Figure Skating Championships and placed second in the World Championships. She was the second woman and first American woman to compete, complete a triple axel jump in competition. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, she broke ground. Now everybody's doing it because she was the Jackie Robinson. Now it's a thing. Yeah, now it's a thing. <laughs> now I feel like you're required to She's do it. The, she was the Rosa Parks of female triple axels.
1: You are not the first person to say that, I'm I sure. Agree.
0: She said it, I'm sure, to herself. Uh, She found herself in an international spotlight after her ex-husband, Jeff Galouli conspired with Sean Eckhart and Shane Stant to physically assault her skating competitor, Nancy Kerrigan, at a practice session during the 1994 U.S. Figure Skating Championships in Detroit. And, you know, people just seem to fixate on that one part of her career. Not the triple axel
1: pioneer the, in the triple axel. Yeah.
0: also pioneered assault and figure skating and it was fairness, also but. the least violent thing that happened in detroit that day <laughs> there was parents who hugged their children that was more violent than that attack yeah. yep so she had an early life she had a personal life she had a skating career blah 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 series of incidents Ooh, a series of yeah incidents. yep here we go uh the latter part of her competitive career was marked by a series of blunders Causing- I'll say. <laughs> yeah. All I have to Oops. say is, why did this happen to her? What a blunder. Why? Why? Well played, Joel. <laughs> Causing television <laughs> commentators to observe that uh, no competition was complete without Harding having a crisis. <laughs> she was a bit of a drama queen. Yeah. Yep. Skating Magazine reported that, Skate Amer- uh, that at Skate America in 1991, she was stranded in heavy traffic just before an event was scheduled to begin and had to hitch a ride with people who drove her backwards through traffic to the arena. What a blunder. It sounds like she was going away from the arena then.
1: Yeah. It sounds like a. <clears throat> it sounds like she's drunk. Yep. Yeah. Incredible blunder. Goo. <laughs> Harding yes.
0: arrived so late for her competition at the 1992 Winter Olympic Games that her performance was affected by jet lag. Oh wow. What a huge blunder. What a massive blunder. Incredible, Probably the worst thing that's going to happen to her at Olympics. not she event. got pretty pretty lucky. she fell into that one period when they, when they shifted the the, uh, the Winter Olympics to the off two years of the Summer Olympics, so' 92 and then '94. Yeah, A lot of people didn't get a chance to do two Olympics in two years. She was one of the rare few. Well, stuff happened in 93 as well. At the 1993 uh, Nationals, she had to ask permission from a referee to restart her program after the back of her dress came unhooked as she began to skate. What a blunder. What a complete
1: and total blunder. War-
0: wardrobe malfunction. Wow.
1: Pioneer of the wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> yeah. Huge blunder. Again in 1993
0: at Skate America, she stopped midway through her free skate and complained to the referee that her skate blade had become loose. She was allowed to resume her program after her blades were checked by a skate technician. Uh, Blunderville. Population her. In the same event, she claimed to be suffering from an ovarian cyst Uh. that was on the verge of bursting seriously endangering her health. What a blunder. What yeah. a cystic blunder. Huh? Yeah. 1993, Sounds like somebody needed to assist her with that problem. There it is. In 1993, also known as the year of the blunder, <laughs> Harding was scheduled to compete in a national qualifying competition for the 1994 national championship. Mm-hmm. However, before the event, the organizers received an anonymous assassination threat against her. <laughs> And the United States Figure Skating Association told her to stay away, exempting her from having to qualify. What an incredible blunder. Yeah. Who's the subject of an assassination threat? That's Total a blunderhead. Blunder. blunder. Uh, the medal ceremony at the 1994 championships had to be delayed because she could not be found backstage after the competition. Blunder, blunder, t- blunder. Watch, blunder. Yeah. Gah. During the 1994 Winter Olympics, she almost failed to appear on the ice when her name was called for the free skating because she was scrambling to replace a broken skate lace. I do remember this, and then she started crying. The replacement turned out to be too short to fully lace up the skate. Blunder! And after missing the opening jump in her program, she again had to ask the referee for permission to find a new lace. Blunder! 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 In addition to the incidents listed above, Harding went through a series of coaching changes and at one point even attempted to coach herself. (laughs) Blunder! Yeah. Yeah. In spite of the publicity she received about being handicapped by asthma, she periodically smoked. Lung blunder. (laughs) Now for the biggest blunder of all, attack on Nancy Kerrigan. I feel like, and and you know why it's the biggest blunder of all? You know how in basketball they say if somebody's going in for an easy layup and you're going to foul them? You gotta make sure it's a hard enough foul. If you're gonna take the foul, you need to ensure that they're not going to make the layup. If
1: you're gonna foul Jordan, foul him hard. <laughs> foul
0: him hard. Did yeah. not foul hard enough. Yep. Started We're- all of this crap, and she still wins the silver medal. Quarter That's of true. an
1: inch. Quarter of an inch too far <laughs> down. Like if she would have like a like a quarter of an inch higher or something, Nancy yeah. Kerrigan would have like a limp the rest of her life.
0: Yeah. But you know what? You guys just recapped it pretty well, so let's get straight to the trial, right? We're Blunder! Blunderino! <laughs> yeah. uh, so, on February 1994, Galuli accepted a plea bargain in exchange for his testimony against Harding. <laughs> Galuli, Stant, and Eckhart, and the getaway car driver, Derek Smith, all served time in prison for the attack. Eckhart was sentenced to 18 months in prison for racketeering. What well, was released four months early. September 1995 Blunder Blunder Legal Uh, system blunder (laughs) And then ultimately The later celebrity blunders She had a sex tape she Ugh. showed up on a professional a wrestling day? show. Oh, I remember that. Uh, yes. She used mouth-to-mouth resuscitation to help revive an 80-year-old woman who collapsed at a bar. Blunder! No, not not a blunder. <laughs> she became a regular commentator on True TV's The Smoking Gun Presents World's Dumbest. Blunder, blunder, blunder. And blunder. she was a boxer on Celebrity Boxing. I remember that, blunder, blunder. Big time, a blunder. That brings it on an to another. Who is Sportsman? sportsman!
1: This brings the close on the sports, sports, sports podcast. And I think we should start thinking about doing a blundering athletes. We should a blundering sports right
0: after we get through a hundred weird sportsmen.
1: All right. That'll, that'll be coming nice up thing. in two years, folks. Yep. It's coming. But uh, if you'll, you'll wait one second, Phil, I think we'd like to bring back Danza. To do our contact information.
0: You can email us at sports, 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 podcast at gmail.com. That's sports, 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 podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at sports, the number three podcast. That's at sports, the number three podcast. Oh, Jonathan got chocolate all over his face. <laughs> You can find us on Facebook by searching Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast in your little top bar thingy. You can find us on Stitcher Radio. Download the Stitcher app today. at stitcher.com, and that's not ending with an A. That's an actual E-R. And search Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast. You can find us on SoundCloud by going to soundcloud.com slash sports, the number three podcast. That's soundcloud.com slash sports, the number three podcast. Mona, where's my shoes? You can find us on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash comedypodnet. That's youtube.com slash comedypodnet. While you're there, please subscribe. You can find us on iTunes by searching Sports, the number three space podcast. That's Sports, the number three space podcast. Or, or for all of our back episodes, go to comedypodcastnetwork.com. Angela, get off the stove! Uh. Danza, I just had a quick thought, actually. Yeah. So during the race, there's going to be a jockey riding on your back and striking you with a whip, right? Probably, yes. Probably safe to say that he's the boss, huh? I don't know. Who is the boss? The guy hitting you with the whip and telling you to go. I don't know. It's open for question. Lights off.
1: You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.